Blog Talk Radio. Class is in. It's time for Breaking Chains and History Talk with Dr. Lavert Kemp. Sit back, relax, learn, and listen. Pick up the phone and get involved in the conversation. 858-357-9137. Listen and learn who you are. Learn the true history of how society was physically built. Learn the history of who you really are. Learn the history of your people. It's Breaking Chains and History Talk with Dr. Lavert Kemp every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on YAT Radio, leaving a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence through history. Being brought to you by the United Theological Seminary and Bible College, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Good evening. Good evening to each and every one, and... I pray God richest blessings on everyone tonight, and uh, it's truly a blessing to to just be here with you tonight. Uh, we just went through here. I'm speaking from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, where a hundred plus thousand are without power and many without homes to live in. That's uh, they're living in different. Uh, places that's open up for them to have somewhere to live. Uh, uh, New Orleans is not far away, and they're in a blackout. Uh, no one has power. Over 400 uh, plus thousand people uh, without power. But we're coming today because this is of the utmost importance. I found out that the Bible says my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And for this reason, we have this program to give you some knowledge and self-worth. Uh, it's an incumbent upon me to say that we study black history. But for some odd reason, we only start with slavery. There was a black history before there ever was a slavery. Whenever a man take a race of people, take away their identity, change their name, change their language, and been taught for over 400 years that they're ignorant, they're nothing, and they never accomplish anything, while at the same time knowing that everything that they know came from the African culture, whether it's from the religious belief that we believe in and everything else, it comes from their culture. And, and what I'm saying is it's, it's time that we uh, put the bottles on the side and uh, stop worrying about going out and all the life is just about partying, but learn who we are. But when you learn who you are, you have to learn who you are. Uh, many people said that the Bible is a white man's book, but I've said the same thing, too, that I felt that the Bible is a white man's book. But that was before I, I gained full knowledge of the true Bible, the true teachings of the Bible, the true people who lived in that geographic area in Asia or North Africa at that particular time before the Suez Canal was built. I 
felt that it was the white man book until I learned what the Guyon and the Pishon River is when they talk about the Garden of Eden. I began to learn, and after even uh, European archaeologists and anthropologists traveled to find out where did man originate from, they didn't go to Russia or China. They had to go to Africa because knowing a little bit about genetics, you know where life started from. And I'm going to say something. You are that man. And I'm, I'm, when I'm saying that, I want to say that I don't care where a person from, if the person is from China, India, Europe, Russia, uh, Australia, uh, South America, North America, no matter what island you came from. If you trace your lineage back, it's all going to end up in Africa. It's going to all end up in Africa. And for that reason, many folk know it, but for some odd reason, they are afraid to teach their children they know it, and it's written in books. Unless you study anthropology or genetics, they will never really get in-depth with it in um, schools today. And I'm here to tell you these words. You are that man. Now, whether it's science, astrology, medicine, mathematics, or whatever, it came from Africa. And they know it. They write about it. They understand that that Imhotep was the first doctor, mathematician, architect. His name was Imhotep. He uh, designed the first pyramid, the step pyramid. And that was over 5,000 years ago. That was long before uh, Rome... Uh, uh, even Greek or the Greeks or anyone had anything type of civilization, a stethoscope, you know the thing you check your heart with. So, but we're going to go back to millions of years uh, back. But before I go into that, I want to just say something because we've been blindsided as, as African-Americans and uh, things the way uh, white evangelists and others are handling and translating being a Christian and how we carry out. There are so many things that print to say that they're lying about being a Christian. First thing is Jesus said, love you one another if I've loved you. And he said that we're to love one another. It's too much hatred and even these white evangelicals vote for Donald Trump, who's a noted racist. So you you can't be practicing the teachings of Jesus Christ, where they say God is a respecter of no man. God is no respecter of person. And then you can't say that man was made from the dust of the earth and that man is albino, in which a white person is no more than albinoism that's what they call without melanin but they will never tell you that they are albinos 
because they came from you. Uh, I forgot this lady's name. She's a, a kind of elderly white lady. She's always teaching on race. And she said that she and other white European were no more than a faded image of an African because she know anthropology. She know genetics. She know how that came about. They are not the original color of human being. They are no more than a variant of a person. Now, I hear them talking about over in Afghanistan and that the president is pulling out. Well, America, you have every way you have been, and I want to say this, and I've been in the military. I love America, but I have to tell the truth. Everywhere we go, we try to go over and take that country and put the type government, our religious belief, we try to put everything on other people. We talk about human rights, but right here, uh, African-American, Mexicans, uh, 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 Native Americans are still being treated as second-class citizens. Whites are claiming the country. Well, if you want to live up and you believe the Bible, the Bible says a man reap what he sow. Well, if you came and you killed the people and took the land, what does the Bible mean? You reap what you sow. So as a man sow it, so shall he reap. If you sowed evil, evil going to come back to you. How can you go tell people about human rights when you don't have it in America today? I'm just touching base on certain things. Uh, I went in the military during the Vietnam War. And about five years later, the war ended. And when the war ended, you've seen the same carnage. You've seen the same uh, people, how they were on building, running for airports, somewhat with boats jumping out, going to naval ships, trying to get on the ship to leave Vietnam. The same thing in, 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 in Afghanistan. People had attacking the airport to try to get out. Well, we went there and told the people what all we're going to do, and we were fighting for the people. We gave them all kind of expensive weapons, and they had the weapons to defeat the Taliban. But they never fought. They didn't fight back. After, after American soldiers started pulling out of Vietnam in 1975, the South Vietnamese soldier wasn't really fighting. They gave up. They had the weapons to defeat the North. The 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 the, uh, the 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 Afghanistan army had enough weapons to defeat the Taliban. They didn't fight. You never heard of big battles going on, skirmishes, battles going on to to defend that because they didn't want us there. Iraq, Iraq is all messed up right now. Iraq is, has been. Uh, messed up since we went over during the Iraqi war and killed uh, kill that president who had nothing to do with 9-11. So, so uh, when you kill Saddam Hussein, we gave them the, the weapons to fight against Iraq. So when you go back at history, we're dealing with a people that's not going to teach our children 
true history. They said that uh, they weren't going to do it because their children would have a low uh, thought or think low about themselves, which, you know, the truth has to be told. You didn't come to America. It's not your country. You did not come here as as good people trying to, to, to just colonize. You came here where the country had already been discovered. You can't discover a place where people are already here. They came here and killed millions. I mean, it was a genocide of Native Americans. All Africans that came here was not sold by other Africans. They went along the shores. They were tied up in. They had rifles. They went along the shores, and they kidnapped people, and they brought them here. They even kidnapped some king's children and brought them to South America. One of them escaped and started a village, made them fight, had them to fight back. Ten Q them were brought. They wasn't sold here. Ten Q them. Uh, or, or took over a ship, and you could watch that on television. End up going to court and won their freedom. It's a lot of things, but we refuse to pick up and learn who we are. But I'm going to try to tell us some things about ourselves, and later on this coming year, I'm going to talk about Nigeria, Ghana. I'm going to talk about. Uh, Cameroon. I'm going to talk about the Eurobos that I and I'm going to talk about I'm, we're going to even, we're going to go on the East Coast and talk about Zambia. We're going to talk about Tanzania. We're going to talk about uh, we'll go by Uganda. We're going to go about Somalia. We're going to talk about Egypt. We're going to talk about Ethiopia. Uh, and talk because the Bible talks so much about some of those places, especially Egypt and Ethiopia and the Sudan, which the, so many people call the Nubians. Uh, the Bible talks about them, but nevertheless, we're going through something. We've had the, this hurricane that's coming over, and most of the time the hurricanes are coming from Africa. It's been said that the same route that the slave ship take, those are the routes that mainly, and it's true that the hurricanes mainly take. Not this one, not Hurricane Ida. I was laughing the other day with uh, Pastor William. I said, Ida, the black widow spider. I mean, Ida did some devastation in, in Louisiana and up through Mississippi, and it's still uh, doing some carnage in other places. It, even right there in Mobile had high winds and a lot of rain. So it, it, it was a broad storm. It was very strong. It came ashore bang 150 some odd miles an hour wind some gust was up to 185 miles per hour gust so and it's one all tornado so we're, we're dealing with those things but let us be mindful when people are talking about what we should do in afghanistan those people are muslim i am not a muslim but we can't make those people worship the way we want them to worship we can't make them do what we want them to do. Other form of government. We every way whites have been to every country, they try to take over the people country or take over the country. All over. Now 
those who are listening and those who are Caucasians who are listening at me, I want you to look this up. It's only 850 million Caucasians or white, so-called white people in this whole world, on the world, on the globe. 850 million. Now, now, now you do the math. It's 7.6 to 7.9 billion people in the world. You only make up 11% of the world. You are the smallest population of people. Africa itself has 1.3 billion. Africa have 1.3 billion people. That and that's not counting close to 500, 500, close to five about right at 400 million people that's in from South America, the United States of America, Canada, Europe and the islands that we have all around America, whether it's the West Indies or the Caribbean or the Caribbean islands, uh, not counting the, the blacks that's out in the Pacific, uh, the blacks that, that that's in Australia, or who are the indigenous people of Australia, or, or, or Native Africans, uh, and things that they're, they're black. But... We make up close, 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 close to you making up close to uh, about close to one point four, close to one point four billion people. You talking about the population of Russia, the United States, and another small country more than Caucasians all over the world? Then China is the largest. Next is India. So, and all of these people have melanin. India have almost as much melanin color in their skin as blacks. And there are Africans in India. Some of the earliest indigenous people of India were Africans in the southern parts of it. China, they have some, some people in China that's very, very dark skinned. You have to understand that these people, when you go around the globe, that, and I'm saying this for, for Caucasians to understand, you are very few, but you are the most violent, wicked people on the, on the globe. You know, it's one thing to be peaceful and docile, and Africans always been peaceful and docile people. Yes, we do did have skirmishes among ourselves, and throughout the Bible, if you want to say about violence, uh, violence came out throughout the Bible. There are more wars that occurred during the Old Testament than in the present day. I know people go around there will be wars and rumors of war and earthquakes and that. They had earthquakes all from the beginning. They've had, uh, but Jesus told them when they said that, but the end has not come. That he didn't know not even his father, not now he didn't know only his father in heaven knew. When his disciples asked him, when was the end time coming? But nevertheless, uh, we're going to look at some things. And I want to start back maybe about three million years ago. Uh, and I'll answer some questions to uh, about, uh, I know you want to answer questions about these dinosaurs millions of years ago and things like that. And the Bible does talk about those things. 
the Bible talks about it. We'll 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 get into the, the name about Leviathan and Bohemia. That's what the Bible called them, and you can find that in Job and some other books in the Bible. And uh, those, those were our prehistoric animals that the Bible talks about. But nevertheless, uh, I want to go back and and I want us to just to talk about this for a second. And uh, since this was like 3.18 million years ago, I want you to understand that life started in Africa. And you didn't start from a chimpanzee. I do not believe in the evolution where man was an ape. I believe that God created man, and and he created him from the dust of earth. And dirt is not albino. It's not white. It's not, not pink. It's not any of those colors. It's either brown or light or dark brown. Now, it's incumbent upon me to, to tell you that I, the reason why I don't believe in man coming from an ape, and because they use the, the word evolution, it means to evolve, means to come from one thing and change to another. Now, there, there are variants and things that uh, do change. And I'm going to talk about the different variants and things and changes. But it's not from one animal to another. Now, I've, I've, I've known they've been having zoos since the thousands and thousands of years ago. They've had chimps and gorillas and lions and things all in Rome and all over the world. In Africa, where they mainly come from, the chimps and the gorillas. But the gorillas are not evolving into human beings. The chimpanzees are not evolving into human beings. Why not? Because we never came from a monkey. Man did not evolve from an ape. Now, we're going to, we, I want you to listen at me, and I want you to listen at, and the things that I say, I pray that you take notes because uh, Pastor Roger William, Rod Williams, he, always tell you when he be advertising this to bring your pencil and your paper because I don't want someone just to take what I say. I want you to research and find out whether or not I'm telling the truth. The Bible says, for you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And I'm going to use the Bible, and I'm going to use anthropology. I'm going to use genetics, and I'm going to use some geography and show you certain things that you that that you that that you can look it up and find it and I'm going to tell you certain things that you can find out because I'm tired of going around looking at uh, a white guy saying that he's Jesus and and I'm tired of seeing white saying that they are the original uh, uh Jews uh, but the, see the word is Hebrew or Israelites and they were not Caucasian. And I could prove it to you by the Bible. I could prove it to you by where, where they're located, where they came from, who they are. And that they are uh, Negroid. They are Negroes. The original Hebrew are Negroes, okay? And that's what they call us when we came to 
Well, first you you was colored, Negro. Then we went to black. Now we say African-American. But uh, we are blacks that did come from uh, Africa. But I'm, a, I'm an American citizen. And I will never forget my ancestral roots are from Africa. Uh, amen. Now, 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 I want us to first let us deal with Lucy, the Australopithecus. And, and this is where some of the uh, fossils of a skeletal remain was found in Egypt in 1974. And, and not simply because finding her skeleton uh, upended the understanding and the process of evolution, but also because uh, Lucy became a household name. She was founded by Don Johansson and Tom Gray. They were looking for rocks when they stumbled upon these fossil remains and pelvis and other bones of a female. And it dated back 3.18 million years ago. And this unknown homage, they named her Lucy because the Beatles had a record out in 1974, and it was very popular, and the name of it was talking about a lady called Lucy. And that takes you back over three million years ago. And these are some things why people uh, want to say the Bible is not true because then no man was on this earth and was building they were building, they were had arrowheads, and they had other artifacts and even cure them before the time when they said 6,000 years ago. But the Bible doesn't tell you that the earth was formed 6,000 years ago. It says in the beginning God created the heaven and earth. We try to give a number of days, a number of years, and we try to calculate that. And that's why mankind or man themselves are against what the Bible, so many of them try to use that against what the Bible teaches that. We're going to get to that. If you read your Bible, the first term word you're going to hear in Genesis, the first chapter around that first verse, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. It didn't say 6,000 B.C. or 4,000 B.C. God created the heavens and the earth. It does not say that. So it says in the beginning. Now, now I just told you Lucy was 3.18 million years old. She's found in Africa and the certain and the southern parts of Ethiopia. That's going down toward the Sudan. And you find out most of the uh, the people in the southern southern Ethiopia are the original people and they are very dark-skinned people. They're right around the Sudan where you find not all the people that are in the Sudan are very, very dark, but there are some villages in certain areas of some of the darkest people in the world, midnight black, and that's where God brought us from, the darkness. And darkness does not mean evil. That's something that was perpetrated and put upon us by a Caucasian race to make us feel that we are inferior and that we are a uh, 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 lower or less than. And after after they stole everything from you, they want to put that stigmatism. 
But now there's another uh, British paleontologist and um, him, his wife, he himself, his wife, Lewis and Mary Leakey. Uh, they discovered the first fossil proconsul. Now, there was a skull that they say closely resembled a human skull, but it was some that they say is an extinct ape, which now I believe that they believe was the ancestor of a human. And she also discovered a robust, what they call Xanthropus skull. Not, not, not a word, Xanthropus or Xanthropy, it deals with uh, East Africa. That's why mostly all humankind came from around East Africa, right around, right, right around uh, the old deep cards around Tanzania. You'll find some of the oldest fossils in, in East Africa. And several other archaeological and anthropological fossils of the ancient apes and humans were found dating back millions of years ago to be uh, close to it around two million something years while excavating in the old deep gorge. They came up and they found different fossils, but they found tools and other things that told them that the people were capable of making tools and arrowheads and other artifacts over two million years ago. In other words, man was not ignorant in Africa, and tool building did not come from Europe, but it came from Africa. And so these things that they tell us that that the, the Africans are so dumb. Now, we have a different culture and I, I, I could bring some things to you and prove to you that the things that were stolen from Africa came into Europe. It came into Christianity and the culture that was brought into the biblical aspects of the Bible and into the European, woven into the Euro, Europeans' life today, came all came from Africa. While they were still in caves that... People in Africa were living in stone and building brick buildings and, and things like that. And it, it's important that I tell you these words. It's imperative. Now, as you look at these pyramids in Egypt, the pyramids in Egypt are not the only pyramids. If you go in the Sudan, they have more pyramids in the Sudan in Africa with the Nubian black Nubians which ruled Egypt for many years, Nubian kings and Ethiopians that that, that ruled those areas. But they 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 whitewashed Egypt and took it off the map of Africa, which you can't take it off the continent. But they make everybody in Egypt to be Caucasian. When we watch the movies, the Egyptian or Caucasian, Jesus is Caucasian. And Caucasians did not live in that region at that time. All of this is a lie, and I'm going to put it like this from the pits of hell to deceive the world and to elevate a race of people who didn't do much of anything but steal and pillage. And now, now that's the truth. If a person is, is listening, don't like what I had just said, 
why don't you do your research and find out what I'm about to say? Now, if we Caucasian blacks, I don't care where you're from, China, Russia, Germany, uh, uh, you could be from Australia, you could be South America, America, Canada, any little island in the Pacific, in the Atlantic, and the Caribbean, and the Caribbean Sea, in the Gulf. If you would t- check and trace your, back your DNA and your maternal heritage, your mitochondria DNA within our cells and all human cells have a theoretical common ancestor. I mean, we are all connected by one female. This woman name is called, and you look this up, Mitochondria Eve. She lived between 100 to 200,000 years ago in South Africa. She is not the first human, but every other human female eventually had no female offspring failing to pass on that mitochondrial DNA. And as of a result, all humans today can trace their or our mitochondrial DNA back to her. Now listen at what I'm telling you. Her name is Mitochondria Eve. She's from Africa uh, hundreds of thousands of years ago. Within her DNA and that of her peers, exists all the genetic variation we see in contemporary humans since her time. What does that mean? That means every, no matter where you live on this globe, you could trace your genetics back to her. Notice what they say within her DNA that of her peers, meaning everybody living around, and, you know, that exists, all the genetic variants we see in contemporary humans since any time. I mean, today's humans, all of us possess her. I don't care if you're Caucasian. I don't care what you call you. You could hate my guts out, but you carrying my black genes in you. And you could call yourself a white KKK, white supremacist, whatever, but when they test you, you're going to find out you carry the DNA of a black woman. Different populations of humans today have drifted apart genetically, forming distinct ethnic groups that we see today. We see Chinese. We see Vietnamese. We see Koreans. We see Russians. We see Germans. We see African, African Americans. We see all these distinct ethnic groups. But all of us still carry that mitochondria DNA from a black lady named Eve. They call her Eve because they say, the Bible say Eve is the mother of all living. And if you want to know where you came from, uh, excuse me and my Caucasian brothers and sisters, you came from one of us. We did not come from you. And we did not come from an ape unless you came from that same ape today, unless you want to say, well, we are regular apes and you are albino apes, unless that's what you want to say, but not being sarcastic, but I'm just trying to explain some things to you. Now, about 315 years before uh, the birth of Christ in Southern Africa, 
they found the closest relative yet to humanity, the common uh, ancestor, female ancestry, to this guy. He was the closest uh, to the female ancestor of uh, mitochondria Eve. This man was a fisherman who lived along the southern coast of Africa. He is the closest genetic match to mitochondria Eve. Now, this is another black man now. He's, he's almost identical match. They found his remains, the skeletal remains, his fossils, at St. Helen Bay in South Africa. And he, it was discovered, if you want to take notes, by an archaeologist named Andrew Smith of the University of Cape Town. Okay? We will call sub-Saharan Africa as the crater of humanity and all you have to do is have to have your DNA sequence and if it go back hundreds and hundreds of thousands of years you'll find out that that's where your ancestors really come from. I know white folk and uh, Caucasians and Europeans, those who are who are astute and know about uh, ge- ge- uh, genetics and those who know about uh, anthropology, they know that I'm telling the truth. You could, you could try to shape it any way you can, but you cannot get out of knowing where you came from. Now, I want you to understand that, and you want to actually, well, uh, Dr. Kemp, I don't understand well, why, if they came from Africa, they are different color from us? I am going to try my best to explain it to you in this way. Out of Africa occurred 70,000 years ago. That's when uh, the humans, uh, after modern humans, had, uh, established themselves in Africa. Smaller populations branched out to establish footholds. First, they went to Asia. That's where the Holy Land and over Iraq, Iran, and uh, and going over, say, say uh, Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, and those areas. And then they spread it. Uh, they, then they begin to spread uh, more east to Europe. And that was about 40,000 years ago and more when they spread to Europe because 30,000 years before then, they were in Asia. And when whites spread it out, they end up going into uh, they end up going into Europe, and there blacks went there. And and I want you to understand this: they went through a mutation. Uh, they uh, was no longer in a hot climate. They was no longer in a, that arid environment. They were no longer in jungle, and they began to change. They began to go through a mutation. And most of us have been hearing the word variant and mutation or mutation and variant a lot lately dealing with uh, this pandemic, pandemic, uh, uh, COVID-19. They talk about different variants and how it mutated into uh, a Delta variant. Well, I want you to understand this. And if those who are students, I would you like to look these terms up. Now, the reason we look different and the reason they look different from Africans, and I want to put a period there for one second. All Africans 
all Africans never had wide noses. All Africans never had real, real curly hair. There are uh, Africans who are mongoloid and other Africans that have straight hair. Their hair texture is different according to where you come from in Africa. Matter of fact, the majority of the Africans that live on the eastern coast of Africa have printed noses, have noses made similar to Caucasian. So don't don't let that fool you. If you go to the Aboriginal people in Australia, they have wide noses, but they have straight hair. And so also the so-called Native Americans were real penny, the color of a penny with straight hair. They were what you see now is a a left of them being interbreeded by Caucasian Europeans and made to look like they're white. But whites, they were never white. If they would be the way they look today, many of them look today, they could have easily been taken and been a part of the white society. But they know who they were because they were so dark-skinned. They called them the red man, the copper man. You know, and if you think I'm kidding, Google and say it, why, ask the question, why do they say copper as an Indian, uh, an Indian copper as a, a, a penny? And they will explain to you that was the original color of that Native American they were the colonel. Now, let us talk about a mutation, because this would happen why their color changed. They, uh, I, I brought it to you earlier about the lady that does these differences, and she's been on Oprah and many other places where she's a white lady, and she may have certain groups of whites sitting on one side and blacks sitting on the other. They treat the, the, the blacks better than they treat the whites, and then the blacks, the whites begin to complain, and they were, they were ready to leave, and she stopped them. She said, I did that purposely because I want you to understand what blacks go through every day. Therefore, you get treated better than them every day, but now you complaining when the shoe is on the foot. Now, I want to show you this, and they're no more than a mutation of you. They are lower. Now, listen at what I'm saying, and I'm going to say this again. They are a lower form of African people. They are a lower form. Now, listen at this. This is the definition of a mutation. A mutation is the change of a structure of a gene resulting in a variant form that may be transmitted to subsequent generations. So whatever it was, they looked one way and it was transmitted to later generations caused by the alteration of a single base unit of DNA or deletion, insertion, or rearrangement of large section of genes. A mutation is ultimately the only way in which new variants enter a species. That's the only way that we have different people from that that's are different because of variants. That's why uh, uh, the variant is the only way that different animals that that that, that came about and as a live variant like different cats and different things. Certain cats look different from others. Some are larger. Now, what it talks about, this is about uh, a single base unit in DNA or deletion. Uh, all you have to do is say, what was deleted from uh, Caucasian? Melanin. What was deleted from that black person to make them look white? Melanin. 
the vitamin rich uh, rich Africa with the heated soil hair is no longer like an animal hair, but the hair that that African had were curly hair. But now you see uh, Caucasian who have animal hair, like a horse or something. Now it talks about assertion or rearrangement of a large section of gene, a mutation. Now. This is the very most important part. It's a, a mutation is the ultimate, the only way in which a new variant can enter a species. That's the only way they could have came about was that that uh, depletion of different genes came down with a group of people. And I'm going to explain how such a nice large population of them came about. Now, guess what they said? A new variant into a species. Now, this is the definition of a variant. Now, listen at this. You can look it up. A variant is a form of a version of something that that differs in some respects from other forms of the same thing or from a standard. Black is the standard of a human. The variant is white for they, they, okay, they, they, it's, it's, they say a variant is a form of something that differs in some respect. They don't have melanin. Not all of them have blue eyes or anything like that, but it, it, they have various. They are different from the original man that came out of Africa. Now, now, now well, what proof do you have of that? Well, the top geneticists in the world during the first geneticist in the top, and they call him the father of genetics. His name was Gregor Mendo. Gregor Mendo. And what he talks about was the inheritance involved by passing on discrete units of inheritance of genes from parent to offspring. Now, Mendel first started off with peas and other things that he noticed that different dark things were dominant and that, that uh, some were dominant and some were recessive. And then when he got off into dealing with human beings, Mendel had three laws, and the three laws deal with the, the law of independent assortment. Then he came up with the law of dominance. And the law of segregation. God, excuse me. Now, I want you to understand, in these three laws where men to have, he said, the law of independent assortment. You know, when there's assortment, you have different variants, and they're being assorted. And he, when he deal with that independently assorted, you move somewhere else and you begin to look a different way. And the law of dominance was that dark skin, now, now listen to what I'm going to say, dark skin, black and brown skin come from dominant genes. Brown eyes come from a dominant gene. Light skin or being white come from a recessive gene. Blue eyes come from a recessive gene. Now, this is white. These are white folk that came up with this now. This is not black they understand who you are, but you never understood who you are. Now, if you look up the word that says dominant, dominant means to be superior. And then recessive means to be a lower form. 
And so they're saying people that with dark skin with melanin is dominant. And that with the light skin is a recessive or lower form. See, uh, listen at this closely. You could get the recessive from the dominant, but you cannot get the dominant from the recessive. What are you saying, Dr. Kemp? I'm saying you could take two of the darkest people from the sedan. Black is midnight. Black is tar and come up with a white albino baby. But you can't take two white Caucasians and make a black baby. So the dominant, see, see, you have to understand, you could get the recessive from the dominant, but you can't get the dominant from the recessive. They cannot produce you, but you can produce them. You could have two dark-skinned people could have a child come out for the father and look real, real light-skinned and look just like the father because you have those dominant genes in you. And so this is something that, that that's how they know that whites came from blacks because if you look it up, you will find they know all these things. But we don't study it to understand that we could have, whole have high self-esteem and tell them, you came from me. I did not come from you. You are a lower form. Well, what you mean, you, we are lower form? Now you think you more than people. No, I don't. But I sure figure this out. I found out that Tiger Wood took over golf. I found out that the, 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 the Serena Williams sister took over. I know that when you let us play baseball, we took over. I know when you play, let us play basketball, football, every arena have you let us in. I know it was a black lady that 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 came up with the with the uh, with the inoculation for uh, for for COVID nineteen. I do know that it was uh, hidden figures, black women who who did the trajectory, how much fuel it would take to get to the moon. I do know it was a black person that came up with the stethoscope, the cell phone. I know that all these different inventions, I know this factor that we are dominant people. I know about the air conditioning unit. I know that came from Frederick Jones. I know the Armanek, Benjamin of Banneker, and I know he laid out the, for the Washington Monument, the auto cutoff there, Granville T. Woods. I know about the automatic fishing device, G. Cook. Tell them all these things we know about the automatic gear, the baby buggy, the bicycle frame, cake cutter, the plasma bag, Charles Drew, the cell phone, Henry T. Sampson, the commode for the train commode, T. Elkins, the clothes dryer, G.T. Sampson, The doorstop, the dustpan, the egg beater, the electric bulb. Now, the electric bulb was discovered, but it wouldn't stay lit until Lattimore made the filament for it, the elevator. You couldn't go up in a, a, a high-rise building without an elevator. See, they know who you are, but they, they, these are invention blacks did. We have to understand the straightening comb, the street sweeper, the phone transmitter, that means what sent your voice over there. That was Granville T. Woods, too. The thermostat, the thermostat control, the traffic signal. You know, your red light, your tricycle, your typewriter, your refrigerator, your, your shampoo harness, your, your pencil sharpener, your record player arm that makes the music come out, the motor, the mailbox, 
the lube cup, you name it, lawnmower, you name it, it was invented by blacks. And if you take away these inventions and you go to China and you find out what the Chinese invented, you go to to the Native Americans and find out what they added. You go to the homeland of Africa and find out what all they invented. Then you'll find out Caucasians didn't do hardly anything. They're riding the coattails of other people who were very, very intelligent, and they stole everything from other people, and that they are not real smart individual people that everything they've allowed us to, you want to know say, whether or not you dominant, everything that they've allowed us to come or become a part of, we have become to be dominant. We have been very, very proficient in everything that they have allowed us to come in. Now, I want you to, to, to think about this because uh, I don't know if I'm going to have time to go too deep within the Bible, but uh, now... They say Christopher Columbus came to the Americas and African people wasn't traveling and all these things. Uh, I beg to differ because all you you would have to do is look up the Omic people, O-L-M-E-C people, and you'll find out that they were in the Americas. Now listen at this. They were in America 1,200 years before Christ. That's around the time of Moses, Moses being when the children of Israel were in bondage in Egypt. Right after they got out, well, let's see, King David, that's a little bit dark. Because King David was a thousand years. But they they got colossal heads, means statue, colossal heads that's made of stone, what they call large, Basel uh, bowlers, and, and some of them are nine feet tall, some of them are 14 uh, feet, seven inches tall, how, taller than a house. And if you look at it, there's no way in the world you won't know who the people is. Big old broad noses, big old lips, and you can find that over right now in cities in America. And then the Mesoamericas, the civil this ancient civilization in Mesoamerica, some are in La Venta, uh, Mexico, San Lorenzo, uh, Mexico, Veracruz, Tabasco, and the date backs. And so it's seventeen heads uh, these sculptures that's there, and they tell you who the people and these discovered date back. Uh, so so many years in uh, San Cruz. It's, now it's seventeen of the heads that they does today in different places. Ten of them are in uh, Saint Lorenz and four are in La Venta. And they even have some of them in the in the Andes Mountain in South America. Now that tells and it shows you who was the people who lived in those areas. Now, I, I want you to understand, and I'm going to just be pretty fast with this, and I'm going to say things because we've been lied to so much. I can't allow this to continue. Since this has been a lie been told. Now, if you study your Bible, and I want you to, 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 to look some of these things up, 
when you study your Bible, you're going to go back and you want to know where was the Garden of Eden. Well, Reverend uh, Dr. Kemp, you were just saying about, but the Bible don't say the Garden of Eden is in Africa. Well, I beg to differ with you with that, and I'll prove it to you. Just what I'm about to say. Now, <clears throat> if you would look up, it says in the second chapter of Genesis, it talks about the garden being in a place where one river turned into four rivers. One river turned into four rivers. And the first was the Guyon River. And it encompassed the land of Havila, which is Cush. That's Ethiopia. Look it up. That's that, and that's the Nile River. And then that, then they say the next was uh, the Pishon River, which encompassed the land of Dejabuti or Somaliland, which is Somalia. That's Africa. That's Africa. It's right there in your Bible. You can look up the term, the names of those rivers, and you'll find out there in Africa. And they'll tell you it's the Nile River. You have what you call the Blue Nile and the White Nile. But we we say the Bible is a white man's book because they never explain it to you. When blacks were slaves, they only allowed them to study some things about being subservient to your master. And 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 I I, I did a program of, of slavery in the Bible and refuted everything what they had to say about the type of slavery that was in the Bible. The Bible slavery was more or less when a person sold itself off to work off of debt. It was totally different from that or you live with a person because the person was rich and you was that person's servant. You worked for that person. Um, so you, it wasn't that, that type of servitude that, that we went through because that was the most horrible thing that was ever did to a race of people and mankind. I do say that what happened during World War II, the Holocaust, that was bad. But that was about seven years. You're talking about a race of people that was about 400 years raped, lynched, branded, burned, homosexual attacks put on the men. I mean, any low thing worked from sunup to sundown and built and built a whole, built the most powerless country in the world because it was built off of free labor. For 300 and some odd years, free labor, about $17 trillion worth of work was done and built this country. But now getting back to uh, the Bible, and I just gave you the guy on in the Pishon River. Now, they're going to also call two other rivers. They're going to call one as the uh, Euphrates, and the Euphrates is over in, in, in around Babylon. It runs through that area, which, which is what we call uh, uh, um uh, today, today we just a uh, rock. It runs through a rock. But they say the other river that's over there is called the Hedekia. But people have tried to equate it with the Tigris River. But the Bible said 
that the Hidika River ran east and west, but for some strange reason today, the Tigris River runs parallel with the Euphrates, north and south. So I, 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 I now I do know a river that do spits out from the Nile and cause three rivers to flow, and that's called a Bantu, a Bantu, a Bantu river. And that uh, way the Nile goes off in the three different directions. But now that river do flow east and west. So so a lot of things that you, you, you need to look up about uh, the Garden of Eden. And it tells you, and then we know that in that area, that's where mankind came from. And these white uh, anthropologists and others and geneticists that have studied and called this lady mitochondria eve know that she's from africa and have said that the that the people that civilization started in africa and that it started in sub-saharan africa is the cradle of civilization that it is the cradle of humanity where mankind originated from now that there's that, been lies that have been told to us that Blacks were uh, cursed to be black. I, I beg to differ. I would like someone to find one place in the Bible that said people were cursed to be black. Now, I can find a place. Listen to what I'm about to tell you. I can find a place in the Bible that some people were cursed to be white. But never, I was never could never show you where a person was cursed to be black. You know, they said that when when Ham looked upon his father's nakedness, they cursed him to be black. That's nowhere in your Bible. And then he didn't curse Ham, but he cursed his grandson Canaan, and he never said Canaan was going to be black. But if you would read in Second Kings, the fifth chapter and the 27th verse, it does say something about a race of people being having a disease and causing them to end up being white. It's called Nam, the leprosy of Nam. And it says that the leprosy of Nam, leprosy will cling to you. Talking about Jehuzai, will cling to you and to your descendants forever. And they say uh, Jehuzai went from Elijah's presence, skin white, leper white and became as a white as snow. And they said all of his descendants, every all of his offspring would be white. They didn't say that they would be have leprosy, but they would be white. Their skin would be white. So that's the only place where a person's skin color did change. It never said anything about the skin color of a person being turned to be black. Now, I want you to understand this, and I want you to listen at me closely, because so many people are trying to, to, to say that they are, are the chosen people of God, and they're white. And those that are living in the Holy Land today, uh, not real, they're, they're off the lineage of Japheth. You have to come off the lineage of Shem to claim to be uh to be of the uh, chosen people, which was the Hebrew. Now, the people that live there are called the Eskenaz Jews. 
Now, Eskenaz, they call themselves Eskenaz Jews, but you can't be an Eskenaz Jew. And what do I, what, what do you mean by that? That's the largest population that's in the Holy Land. You say you're an Eskenaz Jew. That means that you came off of Jephthah. Of Japheth. Now, now, and that means you're from Russia, you're from Lithuania or Caucasia. You, you're really a Russian who people have got that, that, that left that area and people didn't want you and they put you there. And now they say the Khazar. Khazar, Khazar's around the Baltic. They're, they're a little bit north of, uh, of, uh, of Persia or Turkey. They're, they're, they're not, they're, they're not, uh, Hebrews. They're number white people. Then you have the surf of them that's there. There's the three ethnic groups that's in the Holy Land to the day. Now, they have the real deal there, too, and I'm going to explain that to you. Now, the surf of them are really Portuguese or Spaniards that want to claim that as a country. So none of them are real Israelites. But that the, the real ones that I was about to tell you about, they're, they're Ethiopian. They're called Phalacia, Beta Israel. Phalacia, Beta Israel. Look up what I'm about to tell you, because like I say, everything I tell you, you can research it. It was 26,000 of them that they brought over there. But in reality, they were trying to get the Ark of the Covenant from Askim, Ethiopia. That uh, they're there now. They're in the Holy Land. they call Beta Israel. And they got them. They know that they are real Israelites. They're Hebrews. Now, but I want you to listen at this. And this is a white writer. Zondervan wrote this when he did ask about the definition of ham. You know, that ham supposed to be the African people. Now, now listen at what he says about ham. Zondervan Compact Dictionary, a definition of ham. Ham is the youngest son of Noah, born probably about 96 years before the flood, and one of the eight persons to live through the flood. He became the progenitor of the dark race. And it talks about the Ethiopians, the Egyptians, the Libyans, and the Canaanites. Now, now listen at this. But then they say, but not the Negroes. And you know what that tells me? We are the Negroes, and the Negroes are black too. And that was the Shemites. That was the one, the Hebrew people. And I'm going to go further. I could go further and break that down to you. He said, that Ham is the progenitor of the dark race, the Ethiopian, and which they used to try to say the Ethiopian were white because it was mentioned so much in the Bible. They tried to make the Egyptian, because Moses and others married Ethiopian and Egyptian all through the Bible. They make them look white. But now their Bible dictionary tell them they're members of the dark race. The Libyan, they tell you the Canaan. The land of Canaan is where Jerusalem is today. So there's so many things that they're not. And I want you to understand something. You know, we talk about white supremacy today. Well, see, the term white people started in the USA in 1681 and was not in Europe any time. 
The people say I'm a European. They never say I'm white. It's an American thing. If you was from Africa, you was an African. If you was from Chinese, you're Chinese. If you was from Korea, you're Korean. But in America, they says uh, we white people. And that means that you're better than any other. You're better than the Native American. You're better than than, than African Americans, uh, blacks. Uh, you're better than the uh, the uh, Mexican Americans or Mexicans. So that's where all that came from. Now I want you to understand that that these things were, were put here to deceive us. And and I want you to understand this too. When you study in your Bible, I know we go around and talk about King James. King James was not uh, uh, a godly person. He wanted to divorce his wife so he could marry his sister. Look it up. Also, he assigned Pope Nicholas VI to sign a referendum to okay slavery. But I thought the Bible said, love you one another as I love you. Greater love has no man than this, that a man will lay his life down for a friend. By this, all men will know you are my disciples. If you have love for one another, how can you rape and slave and work from sunup to sundown, be unmerciful, live in horrendous conditions, sell their children from under them, burn them, sodomize them. Because a whole lot of the plantation owners were gay men. They sodomized men because they loved men. Uh, they had ways to break a buck where they sodomized the men if they would talk back or if they would stand up for themselves or try to stand up for their family. So this is what I this is what I have for you today. And uh, if you have any questions that you would like to ask, even if you want to know something about... Uh, American history dealing with uh, 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 Juneteenth, uh, slavery, the ending of slavery in America, because the ending of slavery really in America, where they wasn't imported, slave was not 1865, but it was January 1st, 1808. You know, uh, that was officially banned, the importation of slaves. So it's a lot of things that we have to understand and uh, we, we the, you know, it, it tells about different places. How many uh, <clears throat> slaves came from different areas? And, um, the, the, you know, they tell you that most of the slaves uh, come from the Congo and Bundu. And then the other one come from uh, Blight uh, by Africa, Igbo. Taker, uh, Bobai, which was 24% of the slaves. Sierra Leone, 15.8%. Senegalese, Mandinka, Falea, the Wu, Wolof, it's Wolof, 14.5%. From the Gold Coast, Akam, 13%. The Windward Coast, Mandis, Belight, Benai, the Eurobos. And now Eurobos and uh, Ebos and uh, Igbos and other, all of that right around Nigeria. And the southeastern coast of many, 
makeup. So only one point eight benign or urine, only four point three. Now I I tested very very strong when I did my uh, my uh, ancestry.com. I was strongly with uh, Nigerian and Yoruba with them. I had some Ghanaian in me, and I had a a, a good bit of uh, Western European, meaning white, that tested me. Although I'm a I'm a I'm what you call not a light-skinned black person. I'm more of a darker-skinned black person. But I did test, and they do. And I understand why my uh, grandparents and great-grandparents were uh, what you – I'm from Louisiana, so – and you have to understand that here, uh, they call them Creole, uh, when you mix race and a whole lot of our our grandparents, especially females, were uh, mulattoes, meaning they, they were half white and half blacks. But when they start going back, they, they was marrying their uh, husband. They were Africans, and, and we came about. So I'm very happy tonight. And uh, just to be able to speak tonight, knowing what my people here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, have been through with the hurricane, both, both black and white. We have been through a... Uh, uh, a tough time with this, and even now we don't have cable vision. Our different uh, Wi-Fi and internet are down. Uh, still, over a hundred thousand people are without power right here in this city. We were close to two hundred thousand without power. It's slowly coming back on. New Orleans was even more devastated. Our whole parish, our parish is larger than Orleans Parish, but. Uh, we are with parishes like county, and uh, but we didn't take uh, a, a larger hit as uh, New Orleans. New Orleans is closer to the Gulf than we are. We are 142 miles off the Gulf Coast, coast and New Orleans is about 40 miles from the Gulf Coast. But New Orleans have something we don't have. They have Lake Pontchartrain, which is an offshoot, a large body of water that comes from um, they, they come from the Gulf of Mexico. So they, the wind come in there and it really, really caught, wreaked some havoc, uh, wreak havoc there. Amen. God bless you. We're going to ask uh, our facilitator to uh, open up uh, any question and answer for Q&A. God bless God bless you, Dr. Kemp. Uh, thank you for such a powerful show. Very knowledgeable and uh, educational. And I pray that it empowered someone tonight. Uh, for those that are on the line tonight, uh, I see you hanging on here. I'm going to open up the microphones. Uh, if you'd like to ask some questions of Dr. Kemp, have any comments for Dr. Kemp, uh, the line is now open for you. 858-357-9137. Uh, the line is open for you. Uh, God bless you. Welcome to the show. You're on the air with Dr. Kemp, if you'd like to speak. Okay, well, uh, you're not talking tonight. We just thank God for an opportunity for you to be able to listen tonight. We hope you gain some knowledge. Uh, Back to you, Dr. Kemp. The mic is yours. 
Dr. Kemp. Did you hit the mute button, sir? Not sure what happened with Dr. Kemp's line. Um, Hopefully we still have a contact with him down there in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Tonight's show is being brought to you by United Theological Seminary and Bible College. Thank everybody for turning us on tonight. Uh, it's History Talk with Dr. LaVert Kemp heard every Tuesday right here on YAT Radio. Tell a friend you can listen to the archive uh, if you missed the show live at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash YAT Radio. Uh, shoot us an email. You got questions uh, uh, you'd like to send in. Uh, if you don't want to get on the air, it's we breaking chains with an S at gmail.com. We breaking chains at gmail.com. Dr. Kemp, are, are you there, sir? All right. Um, seems like we lost connection there. Not sure what happened with his connection. Uh, but once again, we thank everybody for turning us on tonight. Don't forget to join us tomorrow evening, 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. And at 7.30, uh, Breaking Change presents the P31 Ladies Night. Our ladies will be on tomorrow evening uh, at 7.30 p.m. Be sure to check them out. Come in and join the show uh, tomorrow evening, 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Dr. Kemp, are you there, sir? Yes, I am. Okay. Okay. The microphone is back to you, well, sir. I'm yeah. done. Well, I'm just going to go in prayer, and um, I thank each and every one for tuning in tonight. God bless you, uh, and continue to strengthen you. Pick up your pick up a book, learn about yourself, because it's not going to be taught to our children, African American children, in school. We have to learn it ourselves and teach them so that they could build their their esteem up higher. Because when you study and it's about everybody else other than you, and you are that man, you are the man that they made themselves to be, Hmm. it's time that we learn about ourselves. Amen. Eternal Father, merciful Father, just if a few of your servants are gathered in your name, we come saying thank you, Lord. We thank you for all that's been said and all that's been done. And Lord, we pray that Something was said, something done that gave us more knowledge of ourselves about how the Bible came about, how it was written, and those who have tried to capitalize and misuse the Bible for their own benefits. We thank you, Lord. We ask a special blessing upon our pastor, Pastor Roger Williams, that you bless him, continue to build him up where he is torn down, strengthen ways we lead him, guide him, strengthen him, Lord and the way that he, he he should go. And we pray, Lord, that all of his ministries are successful. Yes. And, Lord, we ask a blessing on his family, Lord. Bless his family. Bless the going in and coming out. Bless all our going in and coming about. Most of all, Lord, forgive us if we sin by omission or commission. And, Lord, we ask and we just thank you, Lord, for keeping us from seen and unseen danger. Lord, and as we're dealing with covid 19 and the Delta variant as we're dealing with the aftermath of Hurricane Ida. 
Lord, stand by us. Let us regroup. I've heard that there's another storm brewing out there. But, Lord, I know you could you could calm troubled waters. All you have to do is say, peace, be still. Lord, I thank you and I praise you. And I just want to say good night. I love everybody, black, white, rich, or poor. But I have to tell the truth. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. God bless. Amen. Amen. God bless everybody. Thank you for turning us on tonight. Don't forget, every Tuesday evening, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, Dr. LaVert Kent with History Talk right here on YAT Radio. Have yourself a blessed evening. We'll see you tomorrow evening, 7.30 p.m. with the P31 ladies. Have a good night, y'all. We love you, and ain't nothing you can do about it. Peace. People, I love you. We're a family. Yeah, you and me, hey. We'll make it through it all. No matter what the cost. We're a family. Yeah, you and me, hey. We'll make it through the pain, the rain, and all the trouble by ourselves. We are dying, we are dying, they are lying, hey. we're being yeah. shot and hearted, why you hating me, oh. I'm just trying to be, yeah. great as I can be, grow with one another, living happily, living happily. but you hurting me, yeah. you hurting me? Why, not work for peace? why not work for peace, lying from Zion,
we thank you for taking a listen this evening. You've been listening to History Talk with Dr. LaVert Kemp right here on Breaking Chains on YAT Radio. Heard every Tuesday right here at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. YAT Radio logs on to leave a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence, teaching you about who you are and whose you are. It's History Talk with Dr. LaVert Kemp every Tuesday on YAT Radio, where we are breaking chains. Brought to you by the United Theological Seminary and Bible College. Thanks for turning us on this evening. Just know we are here to assist you in recovering your light from back from the darkness. Speak the truth with Young Adults Talk Live, a ministry for the people of God. So let's join together and recover what's ours. God bless you from the Young Adults Talk family. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up. Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs. Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.